Mishnah Yomi continues in the second chapter of Meister Shani, Mishnah Dalit. Yesterday we brought a Machlokis, Rabbi Shimon and the Sages, about anointing with Meister Shani. And Rabbi Shimon said there are kulas by Truma, by Tilton and Karshinim. Uh, so therefore we can't learn from Truma. We allow anointing by Truma. We can't learn that to Meister Shani. We mentioned that fenugreek was used by shampoo, even fenugreek of Truma. Be used by Kohanim for shampoo. So today, Mishnah Dalit mentioned the Karshinim, Karshinim Meiser Shani, the Vetch of Meiser Shani. This Vetch is typically understood as some sort of bean, beanstalk that was typically most likely fed to animals, but in theory could be eaten by humans. Ye'och, you have to eat it when it's moist. This is, people only eat it when it's moist. Once it's dried out, it's really not suitable for people, only for animals. And Meiser Shani, I will see, cannot be fed to animals only to people. Now this is in general a kula by truma. Kohanim can feed truma to their animals, whereas Meister Shani can only be fed to human beings. But this vetch can be brought into Yerushalayim and then brought back out. Now this is a kula by vetch, since it's not such a normal food for humans. Normally when Meister Shani food gets into Yerushalayim, you can't take it out again. Homot koto, the, the walls, once it's in the walls, it's stuck. You can't bring it out, but here you're allowed to bring it out. You know, you could grind it, you could take it back out, because the, again, this fetch is not really human food. Lechatchila, it's normally understood as animal food. Nitmu, what if your vetch gets tame or bitarfen omer, yitcholku leisot, divide it into breads. Now this is kind of interesting. We have a concept we're going to see ain podin le We don't redeem Meister Shani just to throw it to the dogs, which is probably the origin of an old English expression, you know, take your, your favor you're trying to give me and throw it to the dogs. Okay, similar thing. We don't redeem Meister Shani just to give to dogs, but if you make it into rolls, so Rashi seems to understand you're making it into rolls that human beings could eat. Now it's rawi to human beings, and you could redeem it, even though it's tame and you can't use it as Meister Shani, but you could redeem it and have your Meister Shani money again and buy Meister Shani, that's tahor. The sages say, you can go ahead and redeem it, even though it becomes tame. Vishel Truma, now we're comparing again, as we did yesterday, the vetch, the karshidim of Truma versus Meister Shani. And, and he says that you can soak it, shorin vishafin b'tahara. When you soak it, or when you rub it on your skin, apparently it had some sort of cosmetic effect also, it had to be bitara. Again, as we mentioned yesterday, washing your hands first. Hands that are not washed are considered shneos. They have a second degree uh, tuma contamination capability, which is why we always wash our hands before eating bread, and why we always wash our hands before handling truma. Truma that's going to be used for eating. However, uh, here we're saying for soaking or rubbing, and the soaking is to prepare for eating. That must be done with clean hands. Machilin betuma, but the Cohen can feed it to his animal betuma because an animal is allowed to eat uh, truma tamea. Beitilo omrim shorin betzahara. You have to soak it in a state of purity after washing your hands, because now it's going to become human food. Veshafin machilin betuma. You could rub it on the skin or feed it to animals, even when your hands are dirty. Shammai Omer, Shammai himself says, You can feed it to the animals once it's very dried out. So he is Machra, he doesn't want to be wet at all, to be Makabal Tuma, treats it as a food entirely, even when it's being fed to animals. 
Rabbi Akiva Omer Rabbi Akiva goes to the other extreme. He says, you don't have to treat it with Tahara at all because it's primarily an animal food, primarily not a human food. So you can, you don't have to wash your hands before handling the karshinim of, of truma. Mishnehei turns to what happens when your coins fall on the floor. She had some coins that were regular, chulin, money, no kedusha, and he had some coins of Meister Shani, and they were both, you know, on the table or on the desk, and they fell on the floor. Masha Likit, Likit the Meister Shani, Ochi So if you know you had 100 coins, he's keeping track of those. He had 100 coins of Meister Shani, and he had 100 coins of Hulin, or 200 coins of Hulin, whatever it is. So he starts picking up the coins off the floor. So the first 100 coins he picks up off the floor are going to be considered Meister Shani. And normally we don't exchange coins for coins in Meister Shani, but in this case, there's really no, no Einbreira, there's nothing else he can do. So the first 100 coins he picks up, he's gonna treat them as Meister Shani and say the Kedusha of the Meister Shani coins should be on these 100 coins. So the first 100 are for Meister Shani, Ochi Yashlem, until you get to 100, Vishar Hulen, and the rest of the coins are Hulen. And this has an advantage of maybe you had 200 coins of Hulen and a couple of them, you know, rolled, rolled down to the basement or you can't get them. So if he loses a couple coins, he's only lost Hulin coins. He's not losing any Meister Shani coins. Imbolo, if they're all mixed up, you know, they fall into a pile together. They fall all into the same jar or something like this. The Chafan, he scoops them all up together. He's not picking up one at a time. He's scooping them all up. Lefi Cheshbein. So the coins are treated according to their percentages. So if he had 100 coins of Meister Shani and 200 of Hulin, so he just takes one-third of the coins out and treats them as Meister Shani. Again, says that the Kedusha of the Meister Shani, wherever it is, is on these coins. Zaya Klal, the Mishnah concludes, this is the general rule. Hamitzloktim, if he's picking them up one at a time, the Meister Shani. So again, the first set of coins he picks up and the number of coins that are Meister Shani, he has to treat those as Meister Shani. Uvin, if he's, uh, if they're mixed up, they're bolul, the fee cheshbon. So he separates them out according to the percentage. Go ahead, Rabbi